You know, let's go for a drive. Let's go for a drive. It's been too long. It has been too long. It's great to be back. Yeah. Great to be back in the car. Busy time, but... But here we are. Everything's everything's always just secondary to... On with the show. On with the show. So if, if you've ever flashed your lights to indicate an approaching speed camera, this is a podcast for you. And if you've ever just gotten really excited at a random series of numbers and letters, this is the podcast for you. You know I have. And... I've actually uh, I've been planning that little intro for a while because I've written out something of a poem and I want to just get your reaction on this series of random numbers and letters. This is something of a litmus test for our listeners. Sure. So you'll be listening and if any of these numbers and letters mean anything to you, this is your podcast. If you just, <laughs> if you just hear a series of numbers and letters, uh, I'm sorry. Then carry on. We'll do other stuff. <laughs> AMG. Mm-hmm. GTR, oh, GTO, mm-hmm. RS, yes, RS three, RS six, okay, NSX, yes, MR two, yeah, F one, eighty six, oh yeah, AE eighty six, the classic, GTHO, yeah, Charlie had the same reaction, <laughs> XJ two twenty. Yeah. DB5. Yes, please. M3. Don't mind if I do. M5. Ooh. Mm. SL55. Hairdresser. SLR. Now we're talking. CLK. Yeah. RX7. Yeah. RB25. Nice. RB26. Yeah. 13B. How dare you? Seven eight seven B. All right. CRX. Yeah. S two thousand. Another good one. LFA. Oh, <laughs> that's the one. C. F forty. Yeah. F fifty. Yes. Also. Five nine nine GTB. Oh, yeah. I do like. I do like that one. LM zero zero two. Nah, too technical. GTI. Yep. R thirty two. Yes. R33. Go on. Local boy. R34 GTR V-Spec 2. <laughs> mm-hmm. Charlie cheered for that one. 2000 GT. Carry on. 4C. Oh, love a 4C. 8C. <sighs> Exotic. V8. Sure. V12. Mm-hmm. W16. <laughs> yes, please. MX5. Yeah. SR20. I... BRZ. Yeah, yeah. WRXSTI. Ah, the rally. And of course, 911. Oh, my favourite. 911. And the topic of our special episode. Folks, if you, if you went oh, at any of those numbers and letters, this is the podcast for you. And for everyone that's turned off, I'm sorry to see you go. Yeah. <laughs> that was we, a long poem. <laughs> we were working on the alphabet and we are not doing well. Yeah, the 911. Yeah. An absolutely stunning car. Now, look, we planned this 911 episode for quite a while. Let's do a special feature episode on it. But yeah, it's, I, it's, didn't, I didn't realise until after we'd started planning it that this is the 60th anniversary of the 911 this, oh, this year. It was wow. released in 1963 to world acclaim. Yep. Um, started production, 1964. 
it's the car. It's Pete car. It's an aspirational car. It's a personal favorite of mine. I know it is of yours. Well, yeah. And uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be talking we're gonna be talking nine eleven. We're talking nine eleven stories, stories that we've both had with nine elevens, and uh, yeah, the aspiration to if you could have any nine eleven, which would it be? We'll get to that later. I'll have the rear-engined one with the uh, your two doors and the four wheels and the buggy headlights. A fine choice, sir. <laughs> yeah, you don't want the you don't want the uh, the egg-shaped, the fried egg, slopey slopey lights of the nineteen ninety-eight to two thousand and two model. Um, they, they they forgot about those years relatively quickly. But if you had to have one, sure. of course you would have it. Of course it. you would, because Why you'd be would sitting not? inside it. Oh, this is the perennial problem with. I think we've both discovered and talked about recent. I think we talked about it on a recent podcast. Is that wow? We've got these. We both own a car that we love, love driving, love looking at, but you never get to see it driving. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, mm. yeah. But yeah, and when you do see something in motion, it's a little bit different. It makes more it? sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I actually, <laughs> I had a terrifying experience at work. I work in town, and I came out of my workplace and saw my actual car parked across the street. Same spec. It was a black R33 GTST with, you know, with the S series. You just weren't sitting in it. With a Series 2 bumper and it was a little bit dirty and I had the immediate reaction like, oh, fuck, someone has pinched my car and now I'm going to have to stand next to it. I was, I was on my way to, you know, on my way to my next thing, my next appointment, but I was like, no, I'm just definitely going to miss whatever this is because I now need to fight and defend my my little beauty that someone's yeah, stolen from my house and parked it. it wasn't of course it wasn't my car but it was exactly the same I'd never wow. ever seen my car it's always a little bit different or a spec or something but yeah, this yeah. was this was the same wow okay mm. did you see the driver did you have a chat well i um i did actually because it turned out not to be my car and then i saw the same car the next day i was kind of walking out of work again and saw it kind of pulling around and the guy was getting out of it. He was delivering stuff. He was sort of, he had stuff in it there he was bringing to a place and pulling in the side of the road. That is not a delivery car. In a 96 Skyline. (laughs) And a nice spec too. It was pretty, like I looked inside and his, he had, mine's got 2,000, 240,000 Ks on it. What was he delivering? Pencil cases? I don't. Nothing big. No, just kind of boxes and sort of, he had a few papers and stuff. And of course, I immediately ran up to him and bailed him and said, wow, look at this. I forgot all my workmates. Individual pieces of paper. And they were saying, wait, wait, why are you bailing up this person in this old car? Because it looks like a Camry, you know, to the untrained eye. Sure. But no, it was great. And we were talking about it. He had the original sort of gear knob and the interior was much nicer than mine. Well, not much nicer, but still, you know, Uh. yeah. Give me your car. <laughs> Let me just swap interiors. For some reason, on this 9-11 special episode, we've been talking all about a car identical to a, a Nissan Skyline that I saw at work. Well, why don't we discuss about how this episode kicked off? Right. We got an email. We got an email from, I, I would probably say he's our number one supporter. Wow. Friend of the pod. Friend of the pod. Trent. Trent. Hi, we'll mate. be sending you a badge in the mail, Trent. As soon as we um, we make one, I think it'll be... Uh, it'll it'll be, be very homemade It'll looking. be safety pins and cardboard. <laughs> Trent emailed us, writing to our email address, justgoingforadrive at gmail.com. And then, two and a half weeks later, he emailed us again and asked why we hadn't... <laughs> <laughs> hadn't responded. Hadn't responded. Uh, but that Trent, was a sign, Trent. Yeah. Trent 
sent us a photo of a car he'd seen, a 911, a beautiful example. I think it's the... A more recent one. A more recent one. Yeah. I want yeah. to say a touring. Those are, that's one of my favourite versions, but we'll... At the oh, end of this, yeah. at the episode, I'll look at it again later. We'll get on to that. But what Trent wanted to know was this particular one had a number plate, mm-hmm. eighteen. Speaking of random numbers and letters, yeah. And okay. What's, what's our take on, I guess, low-digit number plates, number plates in general? Yeah. Well, I, yeah. It's an interesting point because I think a number plate can, um, can it, it mean it means more to the owner than to everyone else. But oftentimes, if someone cuts you off or something, but then they've got a funny license plate, it makes it kind of okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like my... Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I should, I should let you know. <laughs> hi, hi, Hayden. Um, Hayden at my place of work, he got cut off the other day by this... Uh, I can't remember what sort of car it was, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to imagine that it's a van because <laughs> the license plate was PLZB... 18. Yeah. Yeah. So he, so he backed off and well, uh, let well that away. go <laughs> into the distance. That's probably Before he backed off, he probably zoomed up a bit just to check there was no, you know, hand batting, <laughs> batting on the darkened windows. Yeah, just calling the police. and stuff. Yeah, I think that's actually a joke from Talladega Nights, but this license plate exists and it has been seen in Adelaide. And how did they get... Through, I thought they really checked those kind of things. Yeah, I thought they were sort of vetted, but I guess they just typed it in like, oh, I guess that's a random series, but they didn't think it through before allowing it to go to the licensing I like to picture whoever's kind of approving the license plate thing has got like a little post-it note, a dusty one, that just says... Don't allow this. Don't allow this one. And pen pen 15. Yeah. (laughs) Classic. I've always quite liked the license plate number W4NK3R. Think about that for a second, because I think if you're calling yourself that, then it kind of it kind of softens the blood, negates it for everyone else. So if you do something wrong on the road, and oh look at that W four NK three R, you've you've called yourself that, so it's it makes it okay. I kind of like to think of the 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 person who wanted to get that one second coming in and going, I'll have W four NK three R, and them going, sorry, it's taken. But, sir, if I could... Because it is a sir. (laughs) Almost If I could interest you in perhaps even an upgrade. W4NK4. Huh? 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 A little bit younger for you, sir? For your BMW? (laughs) (laughs) It is a BMW, isn't it? Why? 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 Yes, it is. (laughs) (laughs) How did you know? I've got to get back to the dental surgery. Well, it's because of your cap, sir. And your shirt. And your puffer jacket. (laughs) Ah, the M three. <laughs> well, it's actually it's it's actually a three one eight M spec. I uh, yeah three one eight I no yeah no license plates are they're sort of not as as a bigger um, a representation of your kind of personality on the road as they once were. I think yeah, you're right. I think because of the the you know you got the new black license plates. You know the personalized plates always used to be yellow and. Green, kind yeah, of like they a were bit, one bit of kind, sort of yeah. funny thing. But now they're kind of black and white. They kind of look cool now, no matter what numbers and letter combination you have. Yeah, the black and white thing. Do you have the premium plates on yours? Those I do. Yeah, ones? yeah, yeah. I I do as well. I I sort of thought, oh no, premium plates. I've got to change. Oh, I have to change these. But it whoever had the car before me took care of that. So now it's good. good. It's actually quite. It fits in. I don't picture my car 
with like these big glonky white squares on the front. Yeah, and that yeah. on a black car, and also on a white car, I guess. Yeah. You know, you got the black and white combo of the letters and the background. Yeah, I think it. I think it looks. It looks good. Fortunate for both our cars being black, black and white and white. <laughs> <sighs> Which um. Uh, Oh, before we really uh, get going, I should say that we've we've actually had a bit of a podcast bonanza in the last twenty four hours because we recorded with our our sister pod, our brother podcast. Anyway, uh, the Ginobs. Hello, Ginobs. Hello, Ginobs. Uh, two lads from Newcastle who've just started podcasting this year and are killing it. By the way, um, they do these short half hour episodes and. They kind of they get it all done, get it all out the way. They they go more mechanical than we do. Yeah, thanks for inviting us on, Ginobs. Yeah, it was it was a great time. We were actually I don't know we might come out before our episode comes out, but we ended up yeah talking about a very special car that we're talking about today, the nine eleven. The nine eleven had a, had a great time, but they I've been listening to a lot of their podcasts and mm. they do not like black and white cars. They had a whole section <laughs> on <laughs> how awful they were. Well, thanks for inviting us on. Yeah. Enjoy we your didn't fluoro tell them, orange cars. We didn't tell them what color our cars were, um, but still, sticking on license plates, the 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 thing that I can't stand about personalized plates mm. is when when you have the personalized plate that's the same model as your car, and quite often, if you've already gotten the model written on the back of the car, like if you've got if you bought a Mercedes A forty five, speaking of random numbers and letters, yeah. and your number plate is A four five. Yeah, what? you've already got that badge on your car. Yeah, why? Uh, yeah. I, and it would have cost hundreds of dollars. Oh, yeah, very expensive. And I mean, on topic, the 911, if you've got a license plate that says 911, you've probably paid more than your car to get it because that is a number plate in demand. Some Someone is sitting there smug in, with their 911 in their garage and it's got the 911 number plate oh. on there. Now that I would, I would actually, I would actually enjoy that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's getting the thumbs up on the road. That's got a bit of a dual kind and, of a knowing nod. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you did. Oh, how did oh, you get that? You dumb idiot. Yeah. You big but dickhead. Damn. That's brilliant. I love it. Damn it. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. They. I mean, license plates can be very expensive. I know. In um, I think it's in the United Arab Emirates. The um, license plates are actually sequential, kind of according to your social rank. Like the prince has number one. <laughs> yeah. And then... You it, can tell the prince made this law up. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, daddy, yeah. daddy, we need to change the license plates. And everyone else doesn't have a car. This is a... Uh, sorry, <laughs> this is a, a dubbed version of the prince speaking. <laughs> uh, dramatization may not have happened. But um, yeah, the uh, you can if you're a member of the royal family, you have a single digit number. But then if you're in the low teens and stuff, they are they are bought numbers and they're really expensive. Yeah. Like like n- not not hundreds of dollars, but hundreds of millions of dollars. Millions. Yeah. No. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Of course. Yeah. Wow. It's Yeah. It's oil money, isn't it? So um, yeah, it has no meaning. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's just numbers. It's just speaking numbers. of numbers. The, yeah. um, one of my favourite sort of personalised plates that I do see rolling around, and I gave you this example before, but I have actually seen it. I know it's bad. I've just said it's bad when you have your car's make and model as your number plate. Mm. But I think it's hilarious. There's one that goes around and it says 64 Chev, 64 CHEV. Yeah. But it's on a Subaru, <laughs> Subaru Forester. 
<laughs> that's that's kind of fun. I feel this like they had one, or they're going to get a '64 Chev, and they sold the car but kept the plates. Yeah, <laughs> just like we're gonna put them somewhere. It's like oh, one day we're gonna get in. Another 64 Chev and we'll put it on there. But yeah. It's like the car version of dress for the job you want. Yeah, perhaps. it's mm. um, Yeah, you've, you've, you've thrown that out. Cosmic wishing. <laughs> I'm going to manifest a 64 Chev from these license plates. This, these <laughs> license plates. How much were the plates? Well, they would have been yeah. a down payment on a 64 <laughs> Chev when I got them. <laughs> yeah, I had to, had to unscrew them from a 64 Chev. There's a, there's a, a BMW convertible that... Rolls around town, a black one that had that his number plate is Neil. That's my dad's, that's my dad's name. And every time I see it, click photo send. <laughs> there you go, Neil. There you go, Dad. Oh, good. Hi, Dad. When hey. you eventually get around to listening to this. Hey, speaking of uh, names, car names. Mm. What about the naming conventions of Audi? Yeah, Are, speaking uh, of definitely speaking of nine eleven, the naming conventions yeah, of Audi. Get onto yeah. them. No, we, uh, this is how we do it, I suppose. Was this the next thing on the list? We can circle back. We, we will, and I know we will. All right, good. Well, mm. the 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 Audi name conventions. I thought they're very German and they're very like very. Sensible. They make sense, you know, the A three, A four, but it just sounds like paper sizes. I'm driving an A three. They are paper sizes. They are paper sizes as well as being the names of cars. So for those listeners who are starting to get lost again and have tuned out since we did the numbers and letters poem, the the A4 is a four-door sedan. And the A3 is a four-door sedan. Or it can be a hatch, but it's slightly smaller. It's a little bit smaller. And that makes perfect sense. And the A6 is bigger and A7 is bigger and A8 is bigger. But then they flip it up. You get sports models of all those cars. And they all they do is they just pop an S instead of an A, S three, S four, S six, X, S seven, and then if you want to get really sporty, which I'm pretty sure is what it stands for, RS, RS three, RS four, yeah, and you just you're all you're doing is adding an R and a few zeros. If, and I picture if those were if those were still paper sizes, like if you didn't want an A four piece of paper but you wanted an S four piece of paper, it would just be. Slanted, like the <laughs> angles would be like on a you know on a side. You hand things in really fast. Oh yeah, you wouldn't want to get a paper cut with an S three piece of paper. And imagine an RS four piece of paper. It'd just yeah. be this kind of like it'd be a javelin, <laughs> a javelin of paper Still shooting spike. out of the photocopier. Yeah, I wonder what the RS. Do you know what it stands for? I just assumed it stood for really sporty. Really sporty. <laughs> well, the one thing I do know about about German is that. The RS in Porsche stands for Rennsport, which yeah. means race sport. Yeah, maybe and that's so, what Audi was going for as well. Because they, they couldn't use the German version like Sehr Sport, because then that, the initials would be SS, and you can't have that on a German Ah, car. the Audi SS4. No, no, no. no, no we're not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Unlucky. Burn that. No, wait. Just take it down. <laughs> Actually, on on German naming conventions, and we will get to the nine eleven, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sometime soon. But the uh, I always kind of I like to think of Mercedes's naming convention. It seemed to make so much sense at a certain point in time because they kind of go, uh, they have uh, numbers, three numbers to kind of designate engine sizes. So if you've got a, a C class, that's your entry level. If you've got an E class, that's the slightly bigger one, bit of a family sedan. Mm-hmm. The S class, that is your uh, your executive level, you know, mm, uh, that's your, yeah. your kind of your big uh, limousines and they're very comfortable and that's yeah. where all the technology happens. But they have numbers after them. So you have a C-180 and that means it's a 
1.8 litre engine, or you can get a bigger one, C200, two litre engine, and up yeah. to not anymore. It goes straight from 180 to 250, I believe. Oh, there you go. Yeah, but also not anymore because as the engines got bigger, they had a you know an S500, a five litre engine, ridiculous, and then they had an S600, which was a six litre. V12 engine, just massive power and stuff. And then sometime, they it's weird they never foresaw this or they didn't kind of start planning for this earlier, but then the engines had to start getting smaller because they could they were just getting better engineering. They didn't have to make a, a seven-litre engine. They could make a go backwards again. So yeah. the biggest version of the car, you would get a, oh, I'm getting an SL65, a 6.5-litre engine. And next year comes out. It's actually it's an XL, SL sixty three, but it's actually a five liter engine because, um, well, we got the technology better, and I, mm. and they really kind of, they started just throwing numbers, you know, sort of cool numbers and letters in the air, and hoping that everyone understood that just newer meant better rather than just the bigger number is better. Yeah, immer besser. Immer. Yeah. Immer besser. Immer grosser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. yeah I I think. Now it just goes by like what letter and number combination sounds good. Yeah. But you know the best number combination? It's 911. Let's talk about the 911. 911. I almost when I did the poem I almost finished it off by going and of course the most famous one ever 911. <laughs> yeah, well there's there's a what? Let's uh, give a bit of history. There's a story behind the 911 how it became to be 911. Mm. When the 911 first came out, it was called the 901. And they only made these for like a month before they changed to the 911 because Peugeot had a bit of a hissy fit about it because Peugeot owns, or they had painted all the numbers with a zero in between. Yeah, their naming convention was number, zero, and then another number, and that's how it comes. And they still still name their cars that way to this day. Yeah. Um, And... The reason why Porsche went with 911 was because they wanted to um, break into the American market and 911, even back in the 60s, was the emergency number in America. So And, and still is. And still is. Yeah. So these legacy things are still going on. So like, yeah, the 911 was because it's an emergency number in America. Americans already know that number. We're already, great, we're straight into the market. And now 911 is famous for a whole bunch of reasons. Oh, so many reasons. But the main reason is the car. The main reason is... And we won't be... Actually, we I'd, I'd thrown up a conspiracy theory that Nick couldn't quite get on board with, was that actually Osama bin Laden wanted to destroy Porsche. Not, <laughs> yeah, I'm not still American not civilization, not the, you know, the uh, capitalist imperialist dogs... He just realised he was never going to get one. No. <laughs> or never going to be cool enough to be driving one. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I don't think... But no, it. we're not going to go conspiracy theorists today. We're uh, not wearing tinfoil hats. We're talking about the 911. And it's just... It's the car. It's the, when you think about sports car, I know certainly I do, I think 911. It's the car. And it's actually... It's the car that people often point to as like, ah. Oh, He's having a midlife crisis. He's got he's got a nine eleven, and this is a theory that I have mentioned previously. Yeah. With with the gear knobs, we had a chat about this, but speaking of theories, <laughs> I think that the the midlife crisis theory is completely wrong. It's the reason why people get nine elevens 
when they reached their midlife is because that's the earliest possible time that they could afford this car. Yes. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, I have always loved the 911, but if if I could have got a 911 when I was 18 some by some magical <laughs> realm, you know, you wouldn't I wouldn't pull up an old old dudes would be look at this guy's having a midlife crisis oh that that skinny kid over there <laughs> yeah yeah he's probably having a midlife crisis and i I'd, I'd also put forward this theory that look any time that you are buying a 911 and driving it that's the midpoint of your life so if you are 15 and buying a 911 and driving it yeah yeah you got some tough roads yeah. ahead be careful on your 30th birthday that's yeah, what i'm saying you'll be, yeah you're, you're you're living bright my son <laughs> Yeah, burning bright. Yeah, burning sure, real sure. bright. Yeah, yeah. But I also think that probably whatever happens in your life do, that you get to be sort of fortunate enough to, oh, great! I'm going to buy a nine eleven. I'm going to, mm. I'm going to do it. I think that also marks another occasion where you sort of stop caring, not what, yeah. not about things and people, but you sort of there's a, a certain facet to. No, you, you stop, stop caring what other people think. That's what I mean. Yeah, where you stop caring like. People are going to look at you, and you've got a grey beard, definitely. Grey sure. hair, mostly. You're probably yeah. going to wear a cap while you're driving it. Yeah. But you, that's, the, that's the power of these cars. Yeah, it's just about you. Mm. You're enjoying it. And it's a, and it's a fun car. It's a fun-looking mm. thing. It's got the big eyes at the front. For people that don't know, and you, you, you will know the 911, if, even if you don't recognize it on the street, even if you're not a car person, you will know it. It's got big eyes at the front. The engine sits way past the rear axle, so it's a big swooping car. Like it's a got, squatting dog. Like a squatting dog. Yeah. A beautiful squatting dog. It's got so big perfect. haunches at the back. Yeah, you know when a dog sits down and their their back legs are sort of tucked up and it's got the big haunches? It's like that. It's got big arches over the rear wheels, a really thin waist, and then more arches over the front wheels. And you're sitting directly between the wheels in quite a big... Sort of glass housey, yeah, like sort of a, thing. It's not slanty bubble. or wedgy like like a Ferrari, Lamborghini. Thing. No, 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 it's it's more. Um, You're sitting up straight. It's more organic looking. and more. It's more real. It's a it's a beautiful looking thing. It was based and, on the VW Beetle. Yeah, really. Uh, Volkswagen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the mm. people's the people's car. The people's car. But yeah, it's a, it's like you say. It's, it's an accessible supercar. It was never anything that I was going to have on my wall as a kid. Because it was sort of like the supercars you had there were supposed to look like spaceships and you yeah. know the things you saw on Star Wars and jet planes and that kind of stuff. You never really got like a something with big, starey round eyes and fat, you know, like a fat bottom that sort of tucked under. And well, I'm but, making it sound unattractive. Yeah, it wouldn't. But, it wouldn't be on your wall, but it would. It would be in your garage. It would be if in you your heart. had. Your, yeah, if you had the choice. Yeah, it's like you. Like you mentioned to me earlier, it's, it was like the the woman next door. You didn't realize at the time, but you probably you know you're growing up. You didn't realize why. Then, why was I visiting my neighbour? So why often? was I constantly <laughs> popping around? It was just you know, and then you'd probably see photos of the woman next door and go, ah, oh, okay, yeah. now it all makes sense. Now I feel grown up. Yeah, I yeah. was too young to realize why I wanted to go and play with my friend next door all yeah. the time. <laughs> my friend, the pot plant over there. Yeah. <laughs> hey, buddy. You need another watering, Mrs. Jenkins? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Looking you good. do. Yeah. It's a beautiful car and just four seats as well, which is unusual. Mm. 
because most cars have five or two, but this had four. And the reason why you could fit four cars was because the engine was pushed way back. Yeah. And it, I mean, the design of it, if you sort of picture, here's a car, it's got four wheels, you sit in the middle, and the, the heaviest part of the car is the engine. It seems like a stupid idea to put it outside of the four wheels, especially on the back. Yeah, it does. And I think that, I don't know, to my mind, the it's the engineering equivalent of that thing where, you know, where you point out to someone that they've they're doing something mistake. the wrong way yeah. and they should do it a different way, and they go, no, no, I'm definitely right. I'm definitely going to keep keep doing it like this. And that's something that I really love about the 911. <laughs> they have never... It's evolved, but it's never really changed. Like the the first ones rolling off the production line in 1964 look very, very similar to the ones coming off now in 2023. They are identifiably sort of the same thing. And even the 64 ones, if you sort of look at a 911, on Instagram, you've sort of occasionally I've seen these kind of morphing videos with like the history of the yeah, BMW yep. and the history of the 911 is kind of boring it's just the background that changes they kind of these more, they, the <laughs> images just kind of morph through like 64 and through they go and sometimes a colour changes but yeah, it's, it's the same silhouette the silhouette yeah, stays the same shape. you're absolutely right it's it's so it's very primeval that mm. sort of yep when I see that silhouette I just love it it's kind of like when humans are born we come with preloaded software. We're a bit like a phone in the way that like babies will recognize a face. They yes. know they know a face. And you will also, when you see a spider, you know that's danger. Like That software is preloaded into humans. When you recognize faces, we know spiders are dangerous. I feel like the same thing is with the 911. You see that silhouette, it's like, ah, uh, that's nice. <laughs> I wonder where you were going with that. But yeah. <laughs> I'm really, really pleased you brought it back. <laughs> Yeah, I I didn't know myself, but I just thought, ah, this is going to come back around, and it did. The nine eleven is a is a silhouette that is inbuilt. That like that's that's how a beautiful car looks, and it's sort of solid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like you know when you you'll see a Ferrari parked on the side of the road, like ah, I bet there's a dickhead that drives that. But a nine eleven is fun. It's like ah. Yeah. He just pulled up here. That, it's just a little car. Yeah, it's just, it's an everyday car. And people do drive them every day. Like yeah. I have, I've, don't know if I've mentioned it before. Certainly to you I have, but mm. not on the pod. My cousin has a 911, a 1990 911. Wow. And he drives it, he doesn't He doesn't have another car. That's his car. He drives it every single day. That's the thing about the 911. They are so accessible and you can drive them every day. And they're not super low like a another you know, hypercar like a Lamborghini Aventador or a Ferrari. Yeah, if you're spending um, $400,000 on a car, you're not getting over speed bumps well. Unless. Unless you get a 911, mm. which that's the amazing thing as well, is the 911 has the same sort of performance figures as like a Lamborghini, but it just, it doesn't need to change its shape. It's just like, it's athletic, it. but it's not showing off about it. And it's, yeah, the engineering sort of consideration of it, where they went, no, we're sticking with this, and we're going to take the challenge to keep it not only being drivable and sort of convenient, but absolutely bleeding edge of performance, even though it's sort of like this, this let's put a big counterweight out the back. Like, yeah. let's just keep engineering it better. And that's been the whole focus of Engineer how Porsche... Engineer our way around it. Yeah, yeah, how Porsche kind of does it. Like, you sure you don't want to just make it mid-engined? Yep. Yep. We'll do a mid-engined car, sure. Cayman. And and also like the Cayman, Cayman is a great car. Yeah, and it's um, we'll do a few specials. We'll do the Carrera GT. 
918. Yeah. Mid-engine, there you go. There you go. Enjoy that. Enjoy but that. But the, the 911 is is still, it's the it's the car. It's the thing. Yeah, yeah. And it sort of makes sense if you kind of consider the way that, so there you are, you're in a 911, the engine's at the back, and you would think it would lift the the front off, make the front a bit light yeah, yeah, as yeah. you accelerate. Absolutely. But it doesn't because the the wheels in the middle, as it were, the rear wheels, turn that way to actually press the front. Pulling it down. Further yeah, down. And they've kind of... So clever. It's the sort of thing you can sort of kind of do with, like get a bit of Lego out and actually have a play with the, oh, that's how the physics of it work. Yeah. What a crazy yeah. idea that's persisted. Oh, that's that's... That's another great design feature. I mean, as the um, evolution goes on, there was a there was a period where the 911s had um, what was affectionately known as the whale tail. Oh yes, remember that coming out the back, that big fat whale tail. And Love it. Yeah, and you you know when you you have that sort of eureka moment, like ah, oh, that's how they cooled the engine as well as being like a performance. So it flows up over the bonnet, over the windshield, over the roof, and then woof straight, straight down, down into this a whale like a spoiler. That was also the radiator. Yeah, and actually, and that's that's the nine eleven that I remember falling in love with. I was going to uh, like a local private hospital to kind of get a scan or something. I don't remember. Uh, I don't remember what I was there for, but I remember turning the corner and seeing the right next to the hospital the little fire. It was like a it was street parking, yep. but they this was the doctors' parks. Sure, and they had special signs on it, and you could tell they were the doctors' parks because. One after the other were these expensive doctors' cars, but the one at the end was a black 911 Turbo. It had Turbo oh. written on the back, and it had these big, fat rear wheel arches that were just... The whole thing was black, and it uh, simultaneously went, coolest car ever, and Jesus, what what goddamn doctor thought this was a good idea to yeah. park and bring to work? Yeah, I'll just bring the most just flamboyant kind of shotgun-looking car. Yeah, yeah, but but again, it's it is a car that you drive all the time. It's not it's not a car to be garaged. It's um it's your everyday supercar. We were looking them up on car sales yesterday to prepare for our, our little spot on gear knobs, mm. and you know we do it on car sales. You type in nine eleven. And then you sort by, you know, by price. Or year made. Yeah, <laughs> you price or year made. But the, the ones that were, without exaggeration, these were more than a million dollars. Yeah. But they had 80,000 Ks on them. 80,000 kilometers. And a million dollars. It was a million dollars more. More than that. Yeah. And, it's, and, and th- they are not new 911s. They are like from the 90s. Yeah. Actually, I might actually the one I'm describing. I think that might have even been the kind of the one that was at the doctor's office. Oh, yeah, yeah like that yeah. would have been a million dollar. What? Well, that that no. era, the the ninety two Porsche nine eleven turbo. Yes, the the I think the four the turbo four where it's got the big arches. That's the one. It's that's the one. Mm. The one from Bad Boys. The one from Oh yes. <laughs> The Bad Boys movie. That, if you haven't seen Bad Boys, do yourself a favour. <laughs> it's just a non-stop... It's a non-stop fun. It's, it's a, a non-stop cavalcade of yeah. uh, action and and uh, just w- friendship and zingers. Friendship, zingers. Bruckheimer and Simpson. Will <laughs> Will Smith still slapping people. Yeah. Having a great time. But the opening scene is he and Martin Lawrence are driving along in Miami. It's just it's black and orange. The Miami, 9-11... And I remember seeing it in the cinema and they had some great just 
yeah. sort of sound effect on it. And Will Smith is shouting about his car and Martin Lawrence is eating a hamburger in it. Oh, he'd be not driving in my 911, no. that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Get out, you that's idiot. That's the shortest movie ever. Yeah. Bad Boys featuring just Nick. <laughs> <laughs> just parking in a garage in a desert. And the pinwheeling body of Martin Lawrence getting skidded <laughs> out along the Miami freeway. <laughs> yeah. He ate in my car. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this movie is over. Game over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and Martin Lawrence just is so derogatory about this 9-11. Yeah. Will Smith is not having a bar of it. And he's right to not have a bar of it because that car, you know, back in the early 90s, I can't remember what price he was saying because car I prices do. are different. Yeah. Martin Lawrence goes, he says something about, you know, you spend $90,000 on this car, like, you know, why don't you just chill out? And Will Smith goes, actually, it's $105,000. And then he... Shifts down a gear and then overtakes somebody. Yeah, a hundred and five thousand US dollars. Now, a million. A million. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just because. Yeah, and this this is the thing we're going to go on to talk about is the value of nine elevens. They hold their value. Mm. Yeah. They're always. It's a sensible. It's as crazy as a nine eleven is. It's still it's a sensible option because you're not going to lose money on it. You will lose money initially, but. If, if if ever if ever you fall on hard times and you want to recoup all your money, you'll get it all back. They they don't drop the so, value. There was a there was a period of nine elevens where they weren't quite as attractive as they are the, the, the script, rest the, of the time. The fried egg headlight. Era. Correct. It's, yeah, it's yeah. Those headlights. That, they, but they're still a nine eleven, and they're still an amazing mm. car. And you still you'll yeah, you'll 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 recoup a large part of what you paid for it. And there's sort of a a version of the the Porsche community that gets very sort of like, uh, you know, s- stiff about certain specs and eras mm. and things are different. They don't, the Porsche, Porsche people don't like change, do you? Do you, Nick? No, no, I don't. We're very purists. We're like, nope, these are the shape. This is the shape. This is Thank the one. Don't change it. <laughs> and as soon as as soon as anything changes, oh, it's ruined. But I, I mean, if you want to... And then of, after, like like everything, it's like, oh, it's ruined. Oh, it's actually pretty good. Uh, don't change. Don't change it again. And then another change. Ah, you, you what are you doing? It. Yeah, you changed it slightly. And this is a car that, let, like, let's be honest here. If you're listening to this podcast and you still need us to, you know, you like it when we describe what cars look like. These cars look the same. These cars are the same. Yeah, it's the same car. <laughs> yeah, and they're very like, <laughs> oh no, you you can't have you can't have the 21 inch wheels on this standard Carrera. That is only meant for the um the turbo version. That's the Carrera S. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, they're very, very fastidious. Well, they'll show um, you their car and you'll be like, see, look. See, look it's what totally it is. different. What? What's, what's It looks changed? the same. The, 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 the skirt railing. The skirt railing. Look at it. <laughs> Isn't it beautiful? This reminds me of a funny story. Hello, Hayden. This, this, happened, um, this happened last week. Friday. We come into work Friday feeling relaxed. It's Friday. We're always a bit more relaxed on a Friday. And we're... Basically wearing identical shirts. Uh, it was very embarrassing when we were out and about because people were people were looking, <laughs> and, we're like, and we turned into. Is a, Hayden is Hayden like Nick and I look the same? If you haven't seen us, we look kind of the same from a distance. Does Hayden look like you as well? Taller, but yes. Okay, sure. He's he's got a beard, but I guess from a distance, you know, nondescript you know, like, white yeah. guy. That's, that's nondescript that, white yeah. guy, yeah. and we're wearing identical shirts, <laughs> and we can feel people looking, and we we turned into a pair of like nine eleven nine eleven enthusiasts. <laughs> like, no, these shirts are completely different because his is more cream with a black pattern, and mine is clearly a crisper white with a blue pattern. Mine's got a pen in the pocket. His, 
Mine doesn't have a pocket. His has a pocket. That's completely different. Completely it's, different model. <laughs> yeah. Um, so sorry to go off on that tangent, but yeah, that's kind of what the 911 enthusiasts no, are like. Yeah. It's, yeah, we like things exactly so. And it, it's kind of if you want to talk about the, like the cliche car guy talking about numbers and letters and things that don't make functional, you know, differences to mm. anyone but the person who really knows about it. That's what you're picturing. You're picturing a 911 enthusiast. Exactly. And that's, I mean, oh, yeah. bless them, Jesus. Yeah. Like everyone needs a hobby. Yeah, exactly. And and we enjoy it. Yeah. Why wouldn't you enjoy it? And uh, hey, speaking of taking things to another level, customization. Oh god. You well, get we... you get into this much more than I do. Oh yeah. You hit the um you hit the website. Yeah, I love going on the custom. So and this is we're going to talk about a sort of a, a secondary brand in a moment. Yeah. But um the I thing- don't I don't like it. I, I I thought I'd get into it yesterday to do a bit of research, not for this podcast, for the gear yeah. knobs. Yep, yeah, sure. Not for this podcast, but I'm telling the story now. I I got on the 911 configurator. First, I, so many options. I first of all wanted to get on just to kind of work out how many 911 versions there yeah. are. Like you buy, we're, we're saying 911, and so you think, okay, that's the car that comes out. There's 26 different kinds of 911s to get. Right now, right available now. for purchase. There's the Targa. Right there's the Targa S. There's the Targa Turbo. There's the Carrera. There's the Carrera Four. Carrera Four S. I'm not. I'm just making these up, but I'm pretty sure they're all true. Twenty six yeah, different are. versions. Anyway, so I got on there and I clicked my favorite one, which is the Touring. Yeah, because I've choice. seen a few videos on it, and it it sort of gets me the right way to more of a GT cruiser car. I'm, I don't. I'm not really a racer. An autobahn car. That kind of thing, or sort of like a B road. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, like nice. the like, just kind of just get a few corners journeys, and yeah. not, yeah, being comfortable. And yeah. that seemed like my thing. And I started kind of clicking around colors, and just, so I, I lost interest. I just, I couldn't uh, do it. I love it. I spend hours on them. Yeah, I really do. Like, what do you like about it? Well, I, it's it's funny because like I've gone with the basic black and white in the end anyway. <laughs> I I love the fact that I mean, the price can add up quickly. Let's yeah. be honest about it. Yeah. But with with Porsche, you can customize virtually everything to your own specifications. But within within a bandwidth of Porsche, they've like, got drop down menus. Basically, yeah, this is you can have these versions on this car and these versions on this car, blah blah blah. But there's a there's an American company that will make you a 911 exactly as you want. Mm. This company is called Singer. Yeah, and if you want. A 911, exact like, and when I say exactly as you want it, don't build a car as you want. Speak with some experts, but they will they will guide you through the journey. <laughs> I give you the Homer. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. I'm <laughs> ruined, ruined. Yeah, you've got to spend a lot of time in university and apprenticeships to build your way up to being a car designer. So don't think that you are one. No, but. With some help of some experts, yeah. you can get a 911 customized. And $3 million. And $3 million. $3 they are not, million. Dollars. They are not cheap. Yeah. I mean, let's face it, for literally a tenth of that price, you can buy a brand new 911 and it will be every bit as good. You'll love it. But it's not going to be customized. Look, these things are more, they're more works of art than they are, or they're, they're equal part work of art and car. Yeah. It's like if you had the money for an architect-designed home, 
you you don't know about you know joists and you know ceiling weights and all that kind of stuff, but you you do kind of know what you like. You and know what beautiful. you want. You're paying for an expert to bring that vision to, to life. Do that. You, I yeah. mean, you bring along say like a 19 sort of 70s 911, and you bring it to them, and it, it'll look pretty good. And then they will literally replace every part of it with a bespoke part, like door panels, yep. uh, switches, the, the engine of of course, of course. glass. Literally everything on it will be made to your exact specifications or what they will recommend with you. And they do things like slightly just slightly change the curve of the wheel arches or, you, you know, kind of set the lights different, you know, just kind of just to how you want. Yeah, you can have your, your family tartan could be on the seats. Yeah. Uh, it's very, um, yeah, just it takes a long time to get this, to get your car made. But everyone is unique, and they do the things bike. like um, the one I was kind of looking at recently on a on a YouTube video. Doug Demuro mm. had the paint on it. I can't remember. I can't remember what it was called, but the paint instead of having you know flakes of gold in it, it was this nice. It was a beautiful sort of nice, uh, like a subtle gold color. Okay, but not not shining gold, but like a, sort of a creamy gold. But instead of having flakes of paint, so picture like a piece of confetti, there were teeny tiny little spheres of gold. Oh. And so the, like microscopic spheres. And so that was what was suspended in the paint instead of, so instead of being flat, it was like spherical. Oh, and wow. And that's the paint. And so he said, you can't, I'm, I'm filming it on good quality cameras here, but you can't appreciate it unless you're standing here. And let me tell you, like in the light, it's just a sight to behold. And that was the paint option that they went for. Wow. As part of their three and million dollars. That's that's why it costs so much because of all those man hours mm. and all that, you know. Yeah. I mean, even you you replace a headlight these days and it's a lot of money. So think about that. <laughs> yeah. Times a few million for every piece of the car to Times be, everything, yeah. yeah. Bolt, like you know, the the bolts that hold the carpets down in the back seat are special. They have a little they'll have your insignia on it or something. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I first heard about them on, I think you might have as well, on Top Gear. Some, uh, some 10 or 15 years ago when possibly. it was still Clarkson and May and that kind of thing. And they sort of, they introduced, it was, it was a great introduction. Like, here, look, this is a 911, only it's not. And you get in and they were driving around and going, look, this is, definitely everything's a 911, but it's all better. And he he was a car journo. I think it was, I think it was yeah. May actually driving around. And he sort of said, everything is a 911, but it's all better. I don't know how they made the best car in the world better. And they've done it. Wow. Mm. Yeah. And and also in saying that there's only one of them. Like you know, he can't you can't compare that singer that he was driving to another singer. No. Everyone is unique. And that's You couldn't great. kind of go, "Oh, I like your blue one. Can you make two? Yeah, exactly. No. Yeah, yeah. No, you have to get your own one made. I and think the only thing that they don't let you customize or they kind of ask you to do and I think everyone does is that the if you're a spinal tap fan the speed the uh the not the speedo the um taco the the rev, rev, rev counter, counter. Yeah. yeah rev counter is that a tachometer no yes yeah uh the rev counters all go up to 11 <laughs> like the amps in spinal tap of course and every single one does that and I think pretty much every customer's like oh yeah okay cool like the movie yeah why not yeah but and, and why and and that that is the question why not it's a completely unnecessary car, but that is why it is so necessary. Yeah. Because otherwise, what's the point? You eat and sleep and die. You need to have unnecessary things to make to make it fun. 
and to even and by it I mean life. Yeah, it <laughs> and and to be I don't know to be aspirational. I don't think these are, you know, this isn't money that would have you know that would go to charity or anything like that. These are just very rich people, and who yeah. cares? Like the the fact that these things exist is nice enough for me. Yeah, really? yeah, absolutely. Uh, you, you, you know, you can you can see the folly in it, and why not? Oh, so speaking of that. Every single car that gets made gets its own little name. Of course. And person. so the owner gets to kind of, you know, it's called the something commission. There's the mm. Los Angeles commission, the Mexico commission, the one that I saw on Doug DeMuro, I think was the uh, the Jessica commission. Okay. Because yeah. the, the person who had it made named it after his daughter. Ah. Yeah. Just hey, a little... interesting tie in there. You were mentioning Top Gear before. You know, the theme tune for Top Gear. Yeah. It's called Jessica. Really? That stinger music. Yeah. So there's a little, yeah, I interesting tie in there. How about that? But so the question I'm going to, uh, I've already prepared Nick for this one. In our in our set up texts, if you had to, when you get your singer, yeah, what commission name are you going to give it? This is a great question, and I, I gave it a bit of thought, and I would call my singer Oliver's Folly, the Oliver's Folly Commission, the Oliver's Oliver's Folly. Yes, and I I will tell you for why. Because, first of all, folly. Let's go on with the, the fun part of it. Folly, because it is a folly. To, to create this thing is, is a folly. And I, I also just like the word folly. It's a very <laughs> English thing, I guess. And yes, we can all tell. The, 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 the upper crust would... would ha- it's more of an architectural term, traditionally. Like, people with too much money would create a folly in their grounds. And it would be a building which has no specific purpose. Like just a clock tower or like like a gatehouse that doesn't have a door like it's a folly <laughs> yeah. it's uh, and and the singer for me would be a folly a completely unnecessary thing but but I want it like look at that clock tower yes. okay I like it <laughs> and Oliver because this would be a tribute a tribute to my friend Oliver who um I knew all through high school a great guy we didn't go to the same high school but we caught the same bus So I would see him every morning and every afternoon after school on the bus and we would always talk about cars and we would have a laugh about various things and talk about the comedy that was on TV the previous night. And Oliver died in a car crash. Mm. So, yeah, you know, this is is the dark side of of cars. These things can kill you. And, but, you know, people are, everything can kill you. (laughs) Even water in moderation, right? You know? But anyway, but he, especially fast cars. But especially fast cars, and he he died. And I think that if if I was to one day be fortunate enough to get my own singer, I think that would be a fitting tribute to Oliver. Ah. Oliver's folly. I like it. What about yourself? Look, as soon as I thought of this question, I, I immediately started thinking, oh, oh, what would it, what would it do, and what would it mean? Mm. But and it I, could only be one thing. It could only be one thing, and I thought, you know, because the Nissan Skyline has. I, it, I've got it, and uh, the reason I have it is because I always liked that version, the R33. That, for some reason, when it came out, that was the one for me. And I'd always would spot them, and finally, I was lucky enough to be in a position, okay, I've got one. Now, I'm in a position where I'm like, wow, I've got $3 million, and I'm going to... (laughs) Run away to Spain. Replace it? (laughs) You know, (laughs) is the skyline getting replaced in my heart with this new... A folly, a thing, and so I thought maybe the Skyline Commission. Yeah, that's not bad. That, was, but actually, that made second place because what? Yeah, because that would be like having a Skyline number plate. 
that would that's what number plate I would get. Right. <laughs> I'd get a big white one on my singer. <laughs> and if you were driving a singer Perfect. in Australia, it would have to have a, like the number plate on the front because Australia you have to have a front number plate. Sure. Oh God. <laughs> but no, I wouldn't do that because let's face it. If I was, if I had three million dollars to spend on a car, and that was going to go forward, the only reason that it would go forward is that Melanie, the love of my life would have said yes. And she would say yes. Yes. Because, because she is wonderful. And she would only say yes if we were in a position for me to say yes. And even then, she would probably still say no. <laughs> Sensible. Because she shouldn't waste $3 million dollars on fantastic. a car yeah, ever. No, it's, it's ridiculous. It's a stupid idea. <laughs> but in, this, in fantasy world, it would end up being called the Melanie Commission. Touching. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's Something great. I never have to make good on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I promise that now. Yeah. Yeah, well, actually, speaking of names of cars, mm. just just in general, actually, I'm speaking to you now at home or in the car or wherever you're listening. If you could, if you name your car, do you have a name for your car? Let us know. I'd love to hear it. Actually, I mean, we played around when the skyline turned; it was black and loud and stuff. We played around with the idea of giving it a name, and it kept the beast kept being the yeah, that's the kind name, of a but traditional never, name. It never stuck. It was too mysterious or aggressive or i'd heard other cars being called the beast eric yeah. banner yeah has that movie course. the beast yeah. which is about a completely different car it just didn't it didn't wash yeah the car, my car doesn't have a name yeah my car is called hilda is it yeah, yeah. really yeah i never knew that hilda. because yeah I, I just like to give it a, give it a name i think when you've got a got a name it's more like a, a member of the family then yeah. and actually like i Do you then say oh i'm Taking Hilda out? Yeah, I do actually. Yeah, and we all laugh. Yeah, we all go. We're going to see Hilda, and actually, Sebastian Vettel used to name every one of his Formula One cars oh. as well. Because then it was like a, a team effort. Um, I can't remember all the names, but one of them was definitely called Heidi. And okay. So Sebastian and Heidi won the world championship one year. Cute. It was like a team effort rather yeah. than just I'm just driving a car. It's like no, I'm, me and Heidi are, are racing. And I think to be a good car name, it sort of it sort of does have to be like either a woman's name or just like a not stupid man's name. Yeah, like absolutely. Richard Hammond famously called in that Top Gear episode where they go to Africa, he called his car Oliver. Yeah, and it sort of stuck. It stuck in my mind certainly because it was a silly, it was an Opal Cadet. And I think Is that because he gave it the name, he became more attached to it than if it was just like, oh, I'm just driving this stupid Opal. Because yeah. he brought it back to the UK. Mm. He brought it back Shipped as it his back. car. Yeah. And then got it fixed up and... Yeah. yeah. And good. For, and Oliver sort of stuck. Because it's kind of... Oliver's a non-threatening sort of... Yeah, it's a nice name. A nice name. Yeah. I can't think of other car names that I've sort of known or sort of. Yeah. But yeah, this is why we're asking. So if, if you've, if you've your named car your car... Let us know at uh, just going for a drive on Instagram or just going for a drive at gmail.com. And please, we'll, and don't just tell us the name. Tell us why. I'd love to get a text that just says Reggie. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. Th- Th- thanks. Thanks. Thanks, 0437, yeah. blah, 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 blah. <laughs> thanks, InvestorBro2000. <laughs> of the uh, the proud InvestorBro family. Yeah. The, the last thing on 9-11s that I, that I do want to kind of put out there before we get on to investment talk oh, good. is that one of the few 9-11 owners I've met worked at the local pizza shop delivering pizzas. 
Oh yeah. And she was a young woman. I think she was probably in her mid twenties. Yeah. Which is which was young young to me. Sure, and that is young. I pulled up to the pizza shop and there was a nine eleven cabriolet, a white, and it looked it wasn't pristine. Yep. But it was a nine eleven and there it was at the pizza shop. And I pulled up and went, Wow, look at that car. It's a local pizza shop. There was, you know, two other cars and nothing else going on in the in the car park. And I asked the, the young woman behind the counter, like, oh, what's the story with that 9-11? She went, it's mine. Go on. Tell me more. Yeah. Actually, I have a large uh, pepperoni and uh, some garlic bread. And also a story. Please. And also the story. Tell me what, like, why, how, what? And she was very, she was a very 9-11 owner about it, actually. She mm. wasn't laughing or going, oh, yeah. it's a bit of fun. She was very serious. I've always wanted a 9-11 and I've just, i worked for a couple of years to save up uh, the $25,000 which is yeah, pretty good. It's, yeah, it's what, a lot like, of money back then. And wasn't uh, a great it's nick. not a great... <laughs> yeah, it can't have been a great nick. No, but it was and it was a convertible, which I always think is sort of the least desirable. But, you know, the, we, our position on convertibles and, and women... Women drive convertibles. Men? Fair enough. Hide your ugly Yeah, places. hide your shame. Hide, get, duck down. <laughs> well, that ties back to what you were saying but earlier. Yeah, so she'd, she'd saved up all the mm. money, got this car, and she was serious and... Loved it. Loved it. Oh, that's a great story. Yeah. And like... That's the, that's the other thing about 9-11. So, what we were talking last week, Ferrari owners, miserable. Miserable. 9-11 owners love their cars and they're driving them all the time. And just, it's it's not like, oh, that, oh I can't believe I got that crappy thing. It's like they, they absolutely love it. And it, I think it's the difference between a 9-11 owner being like, oh, I reckon I'm going to put 10,000 Ks on it this year. And a Ferrari owner being like, oh, it's getting leaves on it. Yeah, because also... That's the other thing about 911s. They are very reliable and you can put as many Ks on it as you want. You can take it to the race track and drive around and then drive it home because it's it's a reliable car. And here's an interesting fact for you. The Porsche dealership told me this, so I don't know how reliable it is. But they said that 85% of all Porsches ever made worldwide are still being driven on the roads today. Amazing. Yeah. And you, and you see through like... When you you know like with a, like a Daewoo Lanos, you don't see them. No, they came. They They're all died. squirreled away in garages. They're Ex- all being wrapped in exactly. Plastic. Whereas you still see old Porsches all the time, and yeah. when you do, it's, it's I don't I never get bored of them. No, it's always a, a it's a joyful surprise. Yeah. If you see an old Ferrari driving around. It's it's special. Yeah, it's like it how really it, is, it's very special. How wow. is that still going? Let's all gather around and be very careful and gentle. But you see a little old Porsche snaking through traffic. It's happy. It's happy. It's yeah. a happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. Investment advice with Sam and Nick. All right. <laughs> Let's put up a little disclaimer that you should not follow our investment device. <laughs> device? Uh, device? Advice. Yeah. However, here it comes. Here it is. Yeah. <laughs> our first piece of investment advice revolves around the fact that you you can and should choose between a nine eleven and a house. That's how much nine elevens are. Yeah. You can either have a place to live or not and or a nine eleven. Yes, this. Let me just dip into my childhood memories briefly. I was very very lucky as a as a young kid to be in the back of a nine eleven one time, and I I had to take my shoes off, and I wasn't allowed to touch anything. And I remember my mum very clearly telling me, "Keep your gloves on, <laughs> don't touch anything, <laughs> because this car is worth more than our house." And when you're a young kid, you can't really compute. Like, no, no, it's not. I'm four years old. I don't know how much money is worth, but I do know that houses are more than cars. House bigger car. 
Yeah, house bigger, car small. Yeah. But no, 911 more expensive than a house. Mm. So be careful with it. And here comes our piece of investment advice. Get a 911. Get one. You're not going to lose money on it. They, no. they, they're, it's a strong investment. Even ones that are kind of, oh, they're not very good. And, you know, uh, when you sort by price low on yeah. car sales, even those first few, they won't go They won't go. They won't go lower. No, they're not going to go lower. Yeah. Just look after them. Just, yeah, yeah, look after them. But still, like, look after them, but still drive them. Keep driving them. And just you need get them serviced regularly as you as you as, treat them as if they were a Toyota Corolla. In they fact, are that reliable. There's, I'm not researching this, but there is crossover between Toyota and Porsche. Mm. Porsche engineers went to Toyota to learn because Toyota, you know, we're talking about how Toyota's run will run forever. Yep. And the reason is because they are obsessive about every angle of quality and durability. Mm, mm. They don't test things for thousands of hours, but millions of hours, every yes. bolt, yeah. everything. And so when Porsche kind of went to Toyota and sort of said, look, we're a little factory in Germany, but we really want to have this, you know, sturdy reliability, like teach us how. And so Toyota taught Porsche engineers these kind of, I guess these, uh, you know, these Japanese kind of philosophies about how to approach Manufacture and engineering and design and yeah. just testing test and, you know, every piece the product yeah you know and that's I that's obviously sort of come through like if you think yeah. reliable you think Toyota Corolla nine eleven nine eleven and actually that's that's borne out because there's um there's surveys in there's a, the Scandinavian countries but also in America where this is done by independent companies and they go through every car being sold and they see the amount of problems with every car and they speak with owners and, that, you know, it's not a compulsory survey, but the top of the list is always Porsche 911 number one, number two is Toyota. Yes. And the, the, the brand, the sorry, the make of the Toyota varies, but it's always a Toyota number two. But Porsche 911, that's the number one, reliable. Uh, yeah, they just they are well made cars. Yeah, and you that you know you can see even those old like nineteen sixties Porsche they're still going around. I mm. uh, just nothing's breaking. Nothing's breaking. Yeah, God, I want one so badly. <laughs> Actually, speaking of investment advice, I'll, we'll move sideways from a nine eleven. Mm. But I ended up I was asked for some investment advice. Ooh, Me, look at you, of all people. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you didn't give it. Oh, no, I definitely <laughs> did. I was at the gym. And uh, as happens at the gym, sort of some bros I came out to my car and some bros were there with their singlets and their muscles. You're going to have to speak their, up over the muscles. And their beards. And I, 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 parted the, uh, <laughs> I parted the muscles. Excuse me, boys. And they were admiring their skyline. Ah, and good. there was uh, one bro knew about cars and the other one did not. And the one who knew about cars was asking me about the skyline and, you know, that kind of, oh, where'd you get it and how much? And I got to sort of, tell the tale of when I bought it, it was this much and now it's tripled in value pretty much. Yeah. Bro number two kind of went, oh, that's interesting. Go on. And um, bailed me up at, at my afternoon session just when I went back later that day Far after out. a few protein shakes and okay, a yeah. spa. And he, he approached me and sort of said, oh, look, tell me more about the cars and the investment because he was trying to dodge, dodge some tax, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. By, uh, yeah, he had sort of heard Bury some money in cars. Bury some money in cars. And so he was really looking into the idea of importing some uh, Skylines from Japan because they definitely are cheaper there and because of the 25-year rule with the US, which is where 
the US isn't allowed to, if a car is younger than 25 years old, you can't bring it to the US with the intent to license it and drive it. Right, yeah. Once they hit 25 years old, though, then the floodgates open and you can import them as, you know, as old cars. And so that's kind of, that's affected Skyline prices as this 25, as the 25 years kind of moves up through the 90s, you know. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. So where it's 1998 Skylines, that's sort of the first year of the 34, the last year of the 33, which is my year. And so I was sort of, I was telling him this and he was going, well, I might buy a, buy a couple and wow. he really did look into it into kind of importing and investing and then, uh, uh, you know, squirreling them away. Yeah. And, wow. Uh, yeah. Wow. Uh, look at you. And, and I gave him all my advice and I sort yep. of said, look, I don't know anything about it, but that's what I know. And I've seen him at the gym since. He hasn't caught my eye. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he did. You should have just said, you know what? Buy 911. Uh, and now that, I'm, now that we're doing this episode, that's what I should have said. Well, you know what? Speaking of going sideways and talking of rear engine cars, mm. this would be my investment tip. Alpine. Alpine. A rear engine. The region? <laughs> no. This is the car. <laughs> the cigarette. Called, called Alpine. <laughs> and uh, the A110 uh, or 110, whatever. Speaking of letters and numbers. And it is a rear engine car like the 911. They have only imported a very, very small amount of the latest one to Australia. They had to stop because we imposed a new safety regulation that you have to have side airbags for all new cars to pass the side impact collision. And mm. the Alpine, because it's a super light car, didn't bother with it. <laughs> Most cars are around probably 1.2, 1.3 tons. Yeah. The Alpine is 900 kilos. Super light. Yeah. Super light, super fast. Another stunning little car. Little French number. It's sort of the French 911, really. It kind of is the French 911. Because it's yeah. light, it's rear-engined, it's vaguely practical, except it's probably going to definitely fall apart. Yeah, at some yeah. point. However, get one, garage it. Because, yeah, there's not many in Australia. They're not going to make them anymore. Um, there's more knocking around in Europe, but Australia, it's a small market for them. And uh, you can buy them brand new, I think, or you could when, you, when you're when you able to buy them. You can't buy them brand new anymore, but when you could buy them brand new, they're about $110,000. I've seen secondhand ones already for about 150 My prediction is they will stay or get a bit higher. I know you've got doubts about it, mm-hmm. but I think I think that's that would be a good investment. And I was I was telling my dad about this, and I was like, oh, you, but the safety thing, they're not, you, you can't buy them because of the safety thing. Why not just avoid that? It's like, well, people take chances with, you know, their safety for the sake of beauty all the time. Yeah, Botox. People are happy to put the most dangerous substance known to man. People are willing to risk putting salt water into their face. With a trace element of that. Not by a doctor. Not by a doctor Not either. by a trained nurse. Someone that finished a <laughs> finished a short course. Someone that, that had morning. a shot at injecting an orange. Yeah. <laughs> and the orange lived and therefore... Therefore, here you go. Here's the most dangerous thing that we know of in existence. Coming at you. Yeah. Give it, give it a go. I've had nightmares like that. Hopefully you don't hit a nerve. <laughs> um, but, but also, yeah. just on the safety thing for... Uh, Let's say with Alpine. No, they don't have side airbags. And yes, that's probably dangerous. My car also does not have side airbags. Of course, it's a recent thing. Also, the person who is getting a $100,000 sports car, like an Alpine, 
I would put it that they are probably less likely to have a side impact accident. Not, you know, they're not immune to misfortune. No, of course. But they are probably, I don't know, side impacts come from when you are going through an intersection. Mm. And I don't know, I just, every time I go through an intersection, I have that, oh God, who's coming at me? Yeah, yeah. Kind of instinct. And so I'd like to think that that would be a more careful driver and less likely to actually die because of side impact stuff. Yeah, and it's not also a thing you can legislate, but still, of course, and also there is a lot less intersections underneath your car cover in your garage. Yeah. <laughs> You're storing your investment. Actually, on that that Alpine, I went to a Cars and Coffee recently, and lo and behold, there was the new one there. I remember you sending me the photos, and it had, yes. and it had a brown leather interior, quilted leather. Oh. oh, yeah. And the guy just pulled up and parked, and he was standing around talking about it as though it wasn't like what one of twenty. Yeah, there's in not the many country. of them. Yeah, Jesus. yeah. Um, it's one of the few cars that, you know, it's like the VW Beetle. There's the old version that we all love and it's cool. Yeah. And there's a new version that, it, yeah, it's great, it's new, everyone mm. hates it, who cares? Yeah, exactly. This is not one of those things. The old version is beautiful and sort of thin and clattery and yeah. real, you know, classic French 60s motoring. Yeah. And this new one, it captures it. I think it really yeah. does. The, that new Alpine, it's still rear engine. It's still a little sports car. It's not powerful. It's no, sure fast because yeah. it's so light. And it's just yeah. it's the same sense of fun. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. It's a fun car, mm. like the like the nine eleven. Yeah. Ah. So here's a final nine eleven question for you. What what era would you get? Because yes, oh, we're saying yes. they're all the same, but they're the sixties ones, little kind of delicate, mm. you know, little chrome bits everywhere, and then there's the modern ones that are heavy and fast, muscular, and just muscular, powerful, mm. and then everything in between. What era would you go for? Well, you know. <sighs> You know what? I I would, uh, if I was fortunate enough to be in the position of like, you can get a 911 from any era. There you go. I would go 60s. The little? The earliest one, the most clattery one, before the Porsche badge even existed, when they would just write the word Porsche on the back Full of the car. classic. Yep, absolutely. Love the chrome around the windows. and the little, the little. Do you think the driving experience would be as good? I know it wouldn't be, but I but I would enjoy it more because of that. It just yeah, I'm I'm. It doesn't need doesn't need to be fast by today's standards. No. Just the fact the the beauty of it, pottering through the hills. That old they still sound amazing. That that sort of a un, uneven uneven rumble of yeah. the old nine elevens, and yeah, I would be happy to get wherever I was going slower because I'm driving an old 911. Oh, yeah. And also, more time in the car. Great. Yeah. Why would <laughs> I want to get out faster? I do like the fact that the new 911 still keep it minimalist. Like, you sit in a brand new 911 and we've just we've just sat in them, nothing else. No. Um, yeah. They are still minimalist. They've got the steering wheel and, like, yes, I've got a touchscreen, but it's a, it's a smaller touchscreen and there's nothing else. That's it. The old 911's even more so. Nothing. It's yeah. just a steering wheel... A wooden one, if you're lucky, and yeah, I love him. I love him. and and for you, sir. Ah, see, my my original answer was well, the doctor that doctor spec, nine eleven turbo, the widow maker. Yeah, early nineties turbo, early nineties, the bad boys one. But look, the more you're talking about it, I think, yeah, I think I would have to dial back the dial oh back really the clock a little bit yeah. earlier, like to go with. Maybe early 80s, late 70s, when they still had a yeah. bit of chrome about them. Yeah. And there was still, I guess, kind of 
buffered leather seats yeah. and maybe a chrome, and, uh, uh, sorry, a wooden steering oh, wheel. Why yeah, not? treat yourself. Yeah, they, those ones were a little more muscular. And they could the hustle just started to, to flare out yeah. a bit. Um, but yeah. I like the, yeah. like the theatre of, yes, a black 911 turbo. Just the absolute, oh. wow. And that's, I mean, that's why I like my own car. Because yeah. you're driving along in a circus float at all times, and you're waving to people and yeah. chatting, but kids are pointing. Yeah, that's an, and uh, dogs are barking. That's you know, old men are shaking their fists. <laughs> that's what you want. That's what I really, really love about that Nissan Skyline is that everywhere you go, you're showing off and being silly, and it's fun. But yeah, nine eleven. Yeah, maybe just a different experience because I've now have I'm allowed to have two cars. Oh wow! Yeah, I think. Yeah, like a proper old, maybe not that old. You're thinking. I'm thinking. You're thinking the really teeny little ones, and I don't really think I tiny. could quite. I don't think I could quite sit comfortably in a teeny tiny one. I would, I would go for just a little bit bigger, yeah, maybe a little bit more powerful. Sure, sure. If if I was specking out my Singer 911, it would be down spec. That's the thing about we didn't mention when we were talking about Singer mm. is people are spending three million dollars on these cars, and you can really sort of spec them up. And you get different sizes of engine that you can have mm, access yeah, to. Yeah. And I follow I follow them on Instagram. And every time they, you know, a new rich rich person releases their new one, they always get the biggest engine possible, the mm. four liter Williams. And I don't, yeah, they they paired up with the Williams Racing Team to design an engine for these rich guy cars. Yeah. Great exercise. They look everything looks beautiful, but there's something about going. Yes, I'm going with the four liter. No. Not necessary. Not necessary. 911s are small and light. You don't need a big fat engine. And, Just, and should be. And you know, yeah. I'm sure that the four litre spools up and all that kind of bullshit. But like, no, I want, no. I want, you want the, the sound. soul and yeah. the, the sound. Yeah, the sound is the thing, isn't it? a bit it? of yeah. shove to it. And a yeah. Bit of sort of silly, like a bit of turbo, like where is it? Whoa. Yeah, it's fun. Isn't it? Yeah, when that kicks in. Like, yeah. Ah, oh, fun. Mm. Do you know what? We've got to get onto car sales. Let's park up. We're not getting our phones out no. until we park up. Let's park up, finish this drive, and see what we can get. Let's see what we can get. Sort by price. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.